and welcome to another episode of The Momos and the Appas, a podcast discussing the Avatar universe's folklore, episode by episode. We are your hosts, Eric Lefebvre, Dr. Amber Jones, and Jessica Tresero. We're continuing our journey through Avatar The Last Airbender. We're in book two, Earth, and we've made it to chapter 10, The Library. In this chapter, Sokka is on a mission, Toph has otherworldly powers, and it all ends in heartbreak. So this, <sighs> as we were just discussing off pod, is the start episode to a very difficult series of episodes. Yeah, some rough times ahead for our yeah. favorite people, but also some times that really expose their immense deep talent and their immense deep caring for each other yeah and uh, bad times bring out our strong qualities sometimes that's very true of Sokka who in the last episode um I mean my voice just cracked like him right (laughs) (laughs) Um, where he was literally like he had this revelation after being stuck thinking he was gonna die maybe possibly right and then he's like, oh, no, I know what I need to do. I need to save the world. Like, this is, I'm not fucking around anymore. Yeah. We have to save the world. And I like that the very distinct difference in the way that they draw Sokka from now on is like, it's like last episode, Sokka was just like a silly little boy. And now he's like ripped and like hot Sokka. So it's like, oh, oh my like, God. wait, how did you age like five years in a day? And like, okay. Yeah. Like, Um, that's why I say Sokka was thinking about deep things. Uh, It's like he woke up and he was like, wait a minute. So we're on this path because Aang needs to take down the Fire Lord. But the Fire Lord has like an army. And it's not like we can just like walk up to him. Wait, how is this even going to (laughs) work? And like realizing like, oh yeah, like, these little kids they like they need to focus on their bending and mastering all the stuff because they're gonna need to come through i need to come up with a plan Mm -hmm. and like it's again really cool that uh, continuing these like how incredible like just a thought or a realization can be to somebody's life like he realizes that and we've seen like his brilliance kind of start to shine through this uh this season right um but like now it's like, oh, oh, like he's taking himself seriously. Whereas like in the beginning of this episode, he was like, oh, I want to sleep. I can't sleep. Right. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, <laughs> no, you want a vacation? You want a mini vacation? We don't have time for this. We have yeah. things to go, things to do and places to go. Let's go right now. Yes. Um, and then they stop at Coldstone for a second. And then... <laughs> <laughs> that mango drink looked really it looks good. It so good. And he makes the drink with knives, y'all. It like, I really... want a knife made drink. I just want that cup. Like, I know it's going to melt. It's like ice, but like, oh, God. It's just oh, yeah, so he served it in an ice cup. Oh, oh God. Like, I do... they're on like the edge of the desert. Yeah. There's a spirit fountain that we don't even really know not right now is the spirit fountain, but we see this fountain again in Legend of Korra and the spirits mm-hmm. fucking love it. Yeah. And I get it. It looks like a nice hang. It really does. 
It does. I do want to know how they hold the ice cup without like their hands freezing though, because like, have you tried to hold ice for like more than 10 Mm. seconds? Just like bare ice. Like, I don't know. That's true. And I'm sure that cup's going to melt very quickly. Very quickly. (laughs) It's hot. I feel like you could just lay down and like, because it's in the middle of the desert, lay down, put it on your chest and just eat from it and let the cool water rush over your body. Um, Yeah. I did a little okay. research on this, and I know that it isn't true. All that. Remember when we were talking about Dan Schneider and his foot thing? Yes. Okay, these shots of Toph. <laughs> did we see this? When she's like, her feet are up, and they're like a third of the frame. Dirty bottom of her feet. <laughs> oh, my like God. Like, just yes. sitting in the chair. There is a lot. It's a lot of foot. It's a lot <laughs> of foot. More foot than we really have gotten in this show. Like egregious <laughs> foot, like, like, like she sees with having her a scene feet. and There's... it's like this. Oh, I oh my I, god! I, and, and I only I only bring it up because of of no, of important. the knowledge of we know with uh like cat pat like he like was this King these other Nickelodeon. Shows. He was King Nickelodeon. Yeah, and we know this, but a hundred percent from everything that I've read about he he is not affiliated with. Uh, oh my god, literally. Okay. The Dan Schneider oh starter god. pack. It's Weird. Poor Ariana. An like, annoying I background laugh track. More feet related things. <laughs> Weird feet jokes. Feet related subplots. Okay, sorry. It's <laughs> like. He, it's it's a lot. And then, so he had nothing to do with Avatar apart from just like work at Nickelodeon at the time. Mm-hmm. I did look it up. He's not even a producer on it. He's not okay. an EP. He's, he has no credit to this story at all. So I mm-hmm. don't think it has anything to do with that. Um, Cause he's not credited for the episode or anything as like an outlier. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, what if like Dan came on and did like a scene or he did like a, like a, like a, like a scene treatment or something. Yeah. He's not a part of it at all. And people are suggesting that it's it uh, similarly like how they do close ups of eyes. Toph sees with her feet, arguably. So yeah. th- it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, that's this is this is how she sees. This is what's going on. But I could not handle how Tarantino esque these shots were, and just <laughs> the way that they're like full piggies out, like front and center. Um, especially with the Dan Schneider shit. I was like, oh no. Oh no. It just makes me see everything differently now in the Nickelodeon sphere of content. Huff would crush Dan Schneider if he got She would. Oh my god. And he like, unfortunately he would hello, love I have it. godlike powers. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. I mean, I feel like she wouldn't even like move like she wouldn't even use her feet for that like she would just do it like because <laughs> he'd like it too much he'd like it exactly too much. yeah she would just like yeah he's like oh my god i can't even oh. <laughs> i'm gonna okay yeah you know where did it come yeah <laughs> um i just thought it was wild so... and it was really out of character out of out of left field um so they leave they meet actually they meet professor zay yes professor zay it's like <laughs> <laughs> I really love Professor Zay because like there is that like nerd in me that's like, ooh, knowledge. Yes, I would like to read that book that no one has read. I would oh my gosh. And just like, but then at the same time, Professor Zay his name is like sounding weird in my head now jay 
It's Z E I I'm seeing here on the Avatar wiki. Okay. But it's pronunciation. I feel good with Zay then. Anyway, uh, he's a professor of anthropology. Um, If you don't know anything about the history of anthropology, it's basically eugenics. Mm -hmm. Um, And (laughs) like, I can't unsee him like measuring Aang's head. And I'm just like, that's not okay but i don't like that imagery at all i feel like that's just my own particular perspective looking into it oh it was gross i i'm 100 percent there with you but i can't help but kind of adore professor say he's he's got that sweet charm of innocence just in terms of like books and yes and a mysterious library? Like, definitely, like, sexually oh. excited by having rare knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's a fun uh, addition to the team for this <laughs> yeah, small just for this little shot. romp. Because also, it's like, we're getting very... It, it, I mean, it's a short episode, so we're not getting a lot. But, like, mm-hmm. we're getting these small glimpses of them having to, like, deal with this stranger, arguably. Like, he's on... Like, what does he say? Like oh, I forget what he's saying. Like the, anyways, they're just having to get along with a stranger, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Um he does some adorable things, like he wants to talk with Appa. He's like, Oh, if only I could speak his <laughs> language. Um what stories he would tell. Which is also kind of interesting because later Toph does totally have a conversation with Appa. Mm-hmm. Like they exchange words and sounds, and I think they genuinely understand each other. And so maybe that again is a little like way that Toph is like, you're not so smart. Like, or even if it's like, what if it's a fun, like dichotomous look at the way that we observe history and the way that we absorb stories as knowledge versus mm. the experience of living something like this person's obsessed with the past tense mm-hmm. whereas Toph is obsessed with the present moment yeah so in the present moment it's like yeah you can talk to just talk to him like be, yeah just, like, do just it. talk to him it's like what if i could and the history and the what if what if i want like it's like well you you're like he's try, literally you know? talking to you right yeah. now it's a fun little juxto yeah mm-hmm. Um, so, (laughs) oh my gosh, and Toph is, like, hilarious. Like, so she's clearly bored. They're trying to find the (laughs) (laughs) line. They all look, and she was, like, she, like, waves her hand in front of her face, and she was, like, yeah, I'm blind. Ha, 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 you always forget. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's what it would sound like if I could see and see it. Um, (laughs) And when they're like going into the library she's like no i'm good out here and they're like oh but and she's like well and they're like oh yeah. okay like, it's I get books it. she's like if i could would love to yeah i i mean again it's i i feel like the show gets good about just having conversations mm. like granted it's not as like nuanced because a lot of it is is sort of aimed at like the butt of the joke like oh haha, that's why she's disabled but in a way that's like whatever but i'm happy that they're at least like mm. not ignoring the fact that she does not have vision right yeah. like we're already talking about the way that she transcends vision in the way she exists but yeah. um with these small moments of like that's literally a place of books the only yeah. way to consume books is to use your eyes mine don't work <laughs> have fun <laughs> like great and you're like cool yeah it's yeah 
And you're wa- you're also watching the other characters respond because like Katara's like, oh wait, no, I'm sorry. She's like, whatever, just go inside. Like it's not it's not anything. Yeah, just I'll just go go here. have fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and top like this is a good top episode. Like it, the moments that we do get with her because <gasps> yeah. she's just so she's so aware and she also i love that she also always brings it up and always is like hey remember i'm here you have to include me you have to think of me. like you know um remember i can't i can't read mm. books and she um, even like explains it to appa and i can i could only imagine like him listening and being like you know what i was wondering oh this is good to understand <laughs> um and so she's just like fierce advocate for herself that like no you should understand how i experience the world because it is different you don't have to pretend like you don't see it or anything like it's cool that like you don't make it a thing but it's also my thing yeah Mm -hmm. like let's talk about it don't be afraid of it um but also (laughs) yeah but also don't like infantilize me or patronize me about like it is real address it know how to address it and that's and we're fine like Mm -hmm. it's not it's not a bad thing to talk about like yeah she's like here's what i would like you to understand about me and i'm just like tough you are amazing she's she's so good literally she holds up the castle when uh wan chi tong is trying to like you know pull it all underneath and take it back because humans don't deserve it she this little blind girl who's on the outside is holding this castle by the the smallest piece of it and is able to like stop it from sinking and tiny hands the tiniest hands yeah (laughs) It's like her her oh sheer gosh. will alone is s- strong enough and big enough to like s- to rival both yes. this god spirit's power and like yeah. and she doesn't the laws even of know physics and nature doing. itself. <laughs> um yeah, her willpower is just stunning. Um, and I think like that's also like her little lesson to all of us about what it means to be the greatest earthbender alive is that like yeah my will says it's me or the castle and i decided it's me and also also in the way that we practice yeah and the way that we like judge ourselves for like because she's put in an impossible position Mm -hmm. of trying to save appa from literally like Uh, 10 pirates and hold uh, up this castle that's impossible to hold yeah and then she's like down on herself because she couldn't do the impossible thing yeah and it's like i i mean she gets more into it like later and we mm. watch that happen but in this episode we're just watch her like hunched over she shakes her head like where's appa she shakes like, her yeah. head she's obviously devastated by the reality of what just happened but like she was put in a position where she was not going to win and she thinks mm-hmm. it's her fault and it's not her fault yeah yeah. Like, and she's in sand that she hadn't had really the time to fully grasp how to use her powers in the sand. 
Well, because um, how she says it earlier, she says like she everything's did. fuzzy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God, watching that whole sequence is very, very difficult for me, and so I realize that I often skip the library <laughs> um, because it's hard to watch. It's because you feel her helplessness, mm-hmm. and. You're also, you know, you have an emotional connection to Appa and you're like, no, what, what, what the fuck? What is happening? Like, it's so out of left field. Yes. Who are these people and why are they doing it? But also like, well, they can't, they can't kill Appa. Like, they can't take it. Yeah. How, how are they going to do that? Like, Certainly not. Literally, Appa is the one, like, in a pinch, Appa is the one who will end up saving the gang. So if he Saves goes their lives all the time, all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, what does this mean? And just Appa's great. So it's like, and arguably is Appa is Aang's best friend. They've known each other literally through everything nonstop. Every iteration of their lives <sighs> has been together. Um, and oh. suddenly he's gone. Look, yeah. And it's just like the, the look on Aang's face when he realizes Appa's mm. gone um when i was worried my cat had cancer and i had to like take him to the vet and he had to go in for surgery like that look that devastation that like he's been with me through you know through my divorce he's been through like you know before that he's been with me like like for through so many different stages in my life and he's the only one so like the thought of him not being there just i had to take the whole day off work it wrecked yeah. me and so like seeing that look on ang's face brought me right back to that moment and yeah. um i would also skip this on rewatch <laughs> i'm just gonna say it's even hard. though like so in watching and preparing for the show today i really tried to like focus in on it and like it's a beautiful like perfectly suspenseful story you know like we're laughing everything's good it started off they were like we're gonna take many vacations i'm working so hard we must be doing everything that we can even though Sokka's is the only one that's like no we're not doing everything that we can <laughs> yeah. and but and just like so immediately it was just like oh you thought you could <laughs> take it easy no you have yeah. to win a war in a few months. Also, that time is gonna happen. It's gonna pass. You need to be really in this game. Yeah, and just stealing Appa raises the stakes immediately. And and especially like just watching the sequence of like you know they they're running from their life from a terrifying spirit monster. Yeah, and just to know that they're going from that to just absolute devastation like not even getting to like feel relief that like oh yay we're safe from the monster well not even just now safe we're from gonna the monster. die in the desert yeah and it's not even just safe from the monster like oh we got the information that could save yeah. the world we literally just <laughs> figured out how we might be able to do this and suddenly they come out and it's like wait where you is just he? take it all away. Uh, yeah. oh God, this is hitting I my feels. I uh, was in a car accident earlier this year and just, I was like, man, I was barely making it all fit together. 
and then I lost my car. Yeah. <laughs> and like, even though I'm very uh, privileged to be able to purchase a new car and stuff like that, it was devastating. It felt like, you know, I was knocked back. I was derailed and I had to like reconfigure everything. And that is like on top of like the panic and everything that they're feeling like that loss and that grief that uh like i mean we're gonna I see mean, it it's also just the unexpected aspect of it because i mean granted when you like know something's coming there's a, it doesn't make it easier but there is a level of like okay yeah i know something's happening but the sudden devastation of something like this yeah, something that you rely on that yeah. is like your bread and butter some days yeah there's like almost no time to think it just it like okay this is fuck like everything has to change now like yeah. it has to change now for anything to be okay yeah mm. um uh so let's talk about what happened inside the library yeah, so they 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 show up. They see the tower sticking out of the sand. Mm-hmm. Um, they touch down and they're like, "This can't be it. It's this big." And then they look to their map. They realize that what they're seeing is the top of a sunken um, library or library covered in sand. They're just seeing mm-hmm. the top of um, one of its peaks. Uh, and then they watch a fox character who's very cute um run up the side of the wall and into a window in one of the towers and they realize that that's how they're going to get in so uh they traverse they go into this humongous gorgeous uh library full to the brim with um all of the world's knowledge arguably Mm. um and they meet the spirit the owl spirit what is the the character who knows ten thousand things who is very scary because owls in general can be very terrifying. Terrifying. And the voice is like deep and like ethereally intimidating. Yeah. And like just a little terrifying. Religion on hateful. Yes. Um, and the way that is introduced, like, why are you here? Because everyone who's come here is looking yeah. to destroy someone. Are you looking to destroy someone? Like, uh, like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was it. Was Sokka is a very bad liar, uh, but yeah. and Aang is also bad, so he's just like, no, I swear, we're we're not to, we're, we're not gonna do the thing, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then they give uh, the spirit something of value, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Katara gives him the water bending scroll, um, mm-hmm. Aang gives him the um the portrait of himself the wanted poster right (laughs) um and then Sokka gives him a um not (laughs) and he's like whatever I guess um (laughs) but I really I really liked how just Sokka took control here and he's like great we're gonna do this we're gonna find this like he finds the um the small piece of like burnt uh paper under glass right and he's like fire nation's darkest day what is this they find out that the whole Fire Nation wing has been destroyed by uh, what's it? Zhao, right? Zhao. Um, yeah. It's been destroyed by Zhao. Um, and just like they're like piecing all this together. And when Sokka realizes that the planetarian can like help them figure out what day it is, and he pieces together in the heat of the moment while 
uh, at this point, the mm. um, the whole library is thinking. Sokka is like, yes. yeah, but I got this. Let's go to the planetarium. I have it. Let's figure it out. It's an eclipse. Cool. We need to figure out when the next one is. And they're like, but there's like 10,000 dates you could check. He's like, we only need to check three months. Like, that's it. Yeah. And like, so for him to have like that thought like to be that smart in that moment where like it's like hey you're gonna die also this is the most important information in the entire like world right now this can save everybody right and he doesn't care that he's pissing off this spirit right because the spirit like i mean sure like they're like oh well everybody comes in here and is just trying to get power for everybody else blah 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 um I don't have a lot of, like, I get what the spirit's saying, but at the same time, I'm just like, so you're just going to take your ball and go home? Like, that's, yeah. you, know, you can't I do mean, that. I do 100% get it, and I do think that it makes for an interesting moral conversation about, yeah. like, like expecting, what is the word? Like, access. Like, it's an interesting conversation about yeah. access, where he's like, literally, this is mine. I'm the one in control of this. Um, from my history, people are bad and silly and stupid, and they only want to kill other people for power. You are all people. Maybe don't come in. So yeah. <laughs> Maybe go somewhere else. And Isn't like, so I understand like... it. It creates a good moral conundrum because there is that like we know that with this information, these are good people who are literally going to save lives. Yeah. But without the information, Wan Chi Tong is going like. I, I don't need that information. I don't believe you. I don't believe the things that people say, blah. So it's it's just like fun. I, I love it as a conflict. And then mm-hmm. agree, agree, like they need this information to win. Like, yeah, they have to break a couple rules, unfortunately, in this space. Yes. Also, libraries are incredibly important. Libraries are going to have a part and in awesome. saving the world. Thank you. Um Go to your local library. They have yeah. wait, a lot of cool stuff, and it's not all just physical books. Yay! Um, but anyways, um, Tough would I, love one of our libraries. You brought up a good point, Eric, where we're talking about access, right? Mm. And access of information, and a big reason, like I mean, if this information was public, right? Like if anybody could just come here and read and if anybody could just come here and, you know, maybe get outside of their small world of influence because everybody Mm -hmm. is so segmented now. I mean, like what a better place the world would be. Sure. People are always going to try to, you know, use information and weaponize it against, Mm -hmm. you know, other groups and people that they don't like, but does do those people then like are they more important or is that more important than like arming people with knowledge to fight against that or to make decisions for themselves or to change the morality or again like we were talking about in this episode or the last episode like be um exposed to these ideas that will fundamentally change who and what they are and like potentially make the world a better place like I think um, the, you know, he who knows 10,000 things is like, you know, really um, needs to needs to think about this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this yeah. is why I'm team like um, restricting access is awful and um, it, totalitarian and don't be. Yeah. Don't be he who knows yeah. 10,000 things. Also, 10,000 things is not that much when you have so not. many books. Like, <laughs> yeah, King, <laughs> it's not that much. Like, you should, yeah. I mean, make it a million things and maybe we'll talk. Like, it's, come on. Yeah. And 
I can imagine, like, I would really love to hear, like, what, like, a real sassy librarian would have to say about it. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like, I imagine them talking about, like, the librarian's code. Like, you always offer the knowledge. Um, yeah. That's also I why I, I just say. love that Professor Zay is there. Because just, like, imagine this, like, mental orgasm he's having. Just, like, every single <laughs> moment being in that library yeah. um it's just <laughs> like and he decides he's like i can't live without this this is my drug now <laughs> yeah it has i been... will starve to death in the spirit world but i will never be bored this episode has big national treasure energy yeah you know where like they discover this room that's like not been touched and it's like as historians are like I can't believe that this is here. This is insane. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. But then they like literally have to go or else they're going to die. <laughs> like it's <laughs> collapsing, whatever. Um, yeah. So we, we watch them in this gorgeous room discovering this information. Uh, she Tong. Oh my God. Wanchi Tong. Uh, shows up and is like, Oh, you're doing exactly what I thought you were going to do. Lying and stealing. <laughs> fools and then like gro grows out a gorgeous neck and some very sharp claws and it's like oh i'm like just gonna kill you now and everything in here and like what and it's like <laughs> like uh, it and just gets yeah. so serious so quickly so quickly <laughs> and suddenly it's like we gotta go and and like you said too um professor zay is like isn't there like like we should like tries to stop and be like, let's reason about this. Let's like whatever. Yeah. And um, Hang's like, you idiot, come yeah, on! I'm like, has Aang to like, has to, like <laughs> air bend him. He's, like, he's not gonna listen to you. You're gonna die. Come like, on, no, we have to go. Like, like an there's angry spirit. Yeah, there is no resolution here that no. ends well. We just need to escape. Let's go. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, like it's, oh, it's such a perfect show. Like. Mm -hmm. Sokka doesn't even know that the only reason why they're not like dead right now is because of Toph. Like, maybe he could have imagined it as he was yeah. like doing it, like, whatever, Toph is going to buy us some time. I got to do this. We need to get some information out of this. I yeah. mean, I don't think he knew. I think he was just so like, without this information, everything falls. Yeah. Or, and he and was like, like, if I die in the process, I die in the process. Katara, get out. Yeah. Aang and I have business to do because Aang could maybe help protect or do something, maybe Avatar yeah. State, right? But you need to get out right the fuck now. Yeah. Um, and then um, Sokka, like, in, at the end of all this, he knocks out the spirit, which I was, like, incredible, awesome. Because, <laughs> like, once they find the date, then Aang and Sokka, like, you know, mm -hmm. um, leave. And there's a whole big chase fight. And then Sokka knocks out the spirit. And I was like... I love that for him. I yeah, love that um, that was his moment. Yeah, like Qatar was gonna fight Wan Chi Tong, but he was just like, uh, you can try it. I have studied all of the styles, even okay, Foggy Queen. Swamp style. Yeah. And Sokka comes out of nowhere and like lands and like hits him over the head with a book. <laughs> Which is again so iconic. Beautiful, beautiful. That's Sokka style, learn it. And it's just like, oh, this this is our Sokka. He fell in a hole and he emerged. 
And this Honestly, now this is our side. Yeah. 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 The strength of meditation, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you're just stuck and you're forced to look around. And that's yeah. when you get your best wisdom. And and mm-hmm. here he is putting it to work immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh like Sokka and Toph are like the amazing talented heroes of this episode. Yeah. Really. And it's nice too, because like I just I love the way that the show really does sort of pass around its its just desserts. Like like it really likes to highlight its characters in a way where it's yeah. we haven't seen Toph for a little bit. Toph's gonna kick this episode's ass. If we've seen a lot yeah. of Aang being the leader, suddenly he does something bad and Katara's like, I'm stepping yeah. up. Same with Sokka, same with yeah. Aang. Like they do a really good job at balancing this sort of follow the leader style yeah. uh, storytelling. Well, you know what that means for us? It means that I'm going to thank everyone for joining us on this gorgeous little episode of Moment in the Appas. Yes, I'm going to join you in thanking everyone for joining us, but also thanking you for this beautiful music and editing. It's by Eric Lefebvre. And I'm also going to jump on this thank you train. Uh, So thank you listeners for listening. And thank you, my husband, David Tercero, for our lovely artwork. Super lovely artwork. It's gorgeous. Masterpiece. Um, And you can see this artwork wherever you're listening to this podcast. And wherever you are listening to this podcast, you could also rate and review us while you're there. Yes. Um, It really helps us out. And we will really love you for it. So thank you. Thank you. Another thing we love is to remind you that Uncle Iroh was a war criminal. And we'll never forget it. Never. We'll always won't. be a war criminal. He will. Thank you for listening. We okay, appreciate bye. you. We'll see you next bye. time. Okay, bye. Mm-hmm. Go read a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, knowledge is <laughs> power. Get into Go to a library. This podcast has been brought to you by the Nostalgia Network. Visit the NostalgiaNetwork.com for more. Hey everybody, I'm Eric. I'm Shelby. I'm Jake. And we are the band Lousy Advice from the Lousy Advice Podcast. Come listen as we draft artists and genre-centric best-of lists. With the help of our closest friends. These lists are canon. And there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. From misfits to share. Green Day to Gaga or Pup to Paramore. Listen to the Lousy Advice podcast now or else. Stream us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, the Nostalgia Network or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget that we are the band Lousy Advice and this is our podcast, the Lousy Advice podcast. The Lousy Advice podcast? The Lousy Advice podcast. Podcast. Podcast.